0: Purdue picked up a quarterback, one wanting to compete with Hudson Card as the Boilermakers' starter, marking the biggest portal need this offseason. Now where else does Ryan Walters turn? Let's talk to Tom Deanhart on Gold and Black Radio. Kyle Charters here, Tom in a second, but first this. On the far end of Main Street in downtown Lafayette, you'll find East End Grill, industrial and classic. The restaurant is built like a steakhouse, but handles like a bistro. East End Grill's menu includes creative starters, simple chopped salads, burgers, fresh fish, and steaks, and the signature shrimp and grits. The staff prepares every item from scratch and emphasizes simple meals that incorporate fresh, local, and seasonal ingredients. A warm and inviting dining room features a cozy bar that includes a great selection of craft beer, inspired cocktails, and a robust and expanding wine list. Whatever your entertainment needs are, a cocktail at the bar, dinner with family, or a special event in the private dining room, the energized and attentive staff is here for you. Easton Grill in downtown Lafayette, welcome to our table. When it comes to land sales, it pays to have experts in your corner. AcrePro Midwest Farm Group is your local farmland specialist. With decades of experience in Indiana agriculture, no one knows the market better. Whether you are doing a 1031 exchange or simply buying and selling farmland, your local AcrePro agent will walk the land with you and ensure the deal is done right. Visit AcrePro.com or call 765-775-6502 and talk to your local land expert today. Again, 765-775-6502. At Purdue Federal Credit Union, it's about a relationship. A relationship that goes where you go, wherever you are in life. A relationship that's committed to free financial wellness resources, lower fees, and innovative digital banking solutions. Because we believe in people helping people. Let's build your financial future together. Purdue Federal Credit Union. Your trusted financial partner for life. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, Tom, Purdue has its backup quarterback, though Bennett Meredith doesn't necessarily think he's coming in to be the backup, which is a good mindset to have. So the Boilermakers go out, they get another quarterback, which was just absolutely imperative. I I don't think you could have gone into the 23 season with only a couple of scholarship QBs, including one of them being a a true freshman. But Purdue picks up Meredith, who is is slated to be the backup to Hudson Card, but he doesn't necessarily feel that way. How did all this
1: come together? Yeah, pretty quick courtship, as you can imagine. A lot of these portal recruitments are like shotgun weddings, Kyle. Um, I spoke to him Sunday night, Bennett Meredith, and he says he got a call from Purdue on Tuesday, and he soon had an official visit set up for Friday over the weekend and by Sunday night he was committed to the Boilermakers so less than seven days he, he he went from not even having pre on his radar to being committed to the Boilermakers so yeah he's a redshirt freshman 6'3 about 190 from Hoover Alabama that iconic prep program there that was featured on MTV a few years ago so he was a three-star prospect coming out of high school and you're right he's going to be the backup essentially just replacing Brady Allen
0: yeah, same same class even, right? So, I mean, he just yep. goes right in uh, where Allen leaves. A little bit younger guy than maybe I would have anticipated that Purdue would have gone after. You, you, maybe you would have thought uh, a more experienced player, but perhaps that's just not a possibility.
1: Yeah, I thought the same thing as you did, Kyle. I was going to bring that up. I really thought, I'm sure the intent, too, was to try to bring in more of a veteran quarterback, uh, somebody who's actually maybe started a few games, I guess easier said than done, right? Um the, these older guys I think want to know uh that they're going to play if they're going to transfer and you know Purdue did have a guy of that ilk on campus during spring football quarterback from Oregon State and subsequently committed to Texas Christian. So uh yeah, I, I too was uh, like he's a little surprised they they got a younger guy, but he's a talented guy Kyle and uh, he's he's going to be a guy that's going to be in the running to be the starter I think. Whenever Hudson card departs West Lafayette.
0: Yeah, that's got to be part of the reason, right? I mean, you know, he comes in as a younger player, so it's not as if he has to be a starter from day one. It probably made it an easier sell for Purdue.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. And I guess if he does have to play, it's not like he's a, ret- a true freshman. So yeah, he was at Arizona State all last year, and, and it's been on a college campus, been through workouts, been through a season, so – You'd like to think the guys in this day and age are are pretty well equipped to go if you have to throw them in there. Uh, you always got the impression this offense wasn't overly complex to learn, so you think he could get up to speed pretty quickly. You know, he's going to be on campus here very shortly, he told me, before the end of May, and uh, dig right into the playbook, and it's going to be a matter of just getting a lot of reps between now and, and all throughout training camp.
0: Yeah. So, Purdue did also pick up uh, this week uh, uh, a running back as part of the the 2023 class, so a late addition in Christian Womack. Certainly uh, in the backfield at a position of need. Purdue needs more depth there.
1: Yeah, quick back, almost six feet tall. Uh, He's a a track star in Tomball, Texas. And, uh, of course, the hometown of Joey Harris, if you remember Joey Harris. Oh, yeah. Um, Outside near Houston. Uh, A late ad, Kyle, he was headed to Blend Community College in texas uh before purdue came in a couple weeks ago and, and made a run at him he took his official visit this weekend and then committed uh subsequently uh, after, after the visit and yeah they needed a running back there's no doubt about it he's the fourth scholarship running back they've gotten now with you know of course mockabee and downing and tyrone tracy now you have christian womack so i think they needed another body there kyle you know they had two freshmen running backs in this 2023 class committed but they subsequently left when with with the coaching change so there was no running back in this 2023 class and yeah tomball again i mean not tomball but womack again is is a quick fast back and i think they saw enough potential there to to, to take a, a late run at him and take a chance on him
0: yeah yeah certainly a spot where you need more than a couple of guys uh there's there's no doubt about that uh what what's how much space does Ryan Walters have, and what is Purdue still looking for uh, here in the yeah, yeah. portal?
1: Yeah, I keep that running scholarship distribution chart pinned to the top of our message board, and I updated it this weekend, and I, I think it's pretty accurate, Kyle. I've got 80 of 85 scholarships accounted for at this point, so there's still plenty of wiggle room. Um, of course, uh, we, we saw a lot of boilermakers hit the portal uh, April 15th to the 30th. And Kyle, we also some bull- saw some makers not hit the portal, but they are no longer on the team. They've just decided to remain on campus, on scholarship, and, and study, but not be part of the football team. I'm talking about guys like Ryan Brandt, Ben Kreil, uh, Preston Terrell, Cross Watson, players of Adelk. They never went in the portal because they they, they, they don't plan on playing football anymore. Now, Jared Bysinski couldn't end up playing football, Somewhere, But for now, he he decided not to hit the portal. So this roster continues to change before our very eyes.
0: Can those guys do that and then jump in the portal later?
1: You'd have to wait till the next window opens up. The only yeah. way they could jump in now is if you have your degree. Huh. You can always move as a grad transfer. And I think Ben Cryle and Ryan Brandt may be getting their degree here uh, in this month. But I, I don't think either plans on playing football anymore anywhere, though.
0: Yeah. So still some room
1: for Purdue? Yeah, yeah, five spots, and um, they had an offensive lineman from Missouri on campus for a visit this weekend. I know they have an offer out to a defensive back from New Mexico State. I do think uh, if you were to make a shopping list now or update your shopping portal shopping list for (laughs) Purdue, I do think maybe the the number one priority is to get another offensive lineman and to get another defensive back, probably a cornerback. So – so uh, keep your eye there. But I also do think, Kyle, they'll they'll take a player from any position, regardless of how big the need is at that position. They will take a player in any position if they think that player is going to make their team better. So, again, they're always looking for, for anybody they can have, but you know, sp- position-specific-wise, again, offensive line, cornerback, I think those are the two areas that the staff is going to try to focus on right now with the most urgency.
0: Yeah all right let's take a quick break uh we'll we'll jump back in we'll we'll talk a little bit about your story on the site right now just a little bit of a portal checkup talk biggest pickups offensively and defensively losses uh we'll do that uh coming up next on gold and black radio designing and building since 1968 tnw has changed the way people think about construction tnw's three-stage approach to designing and building is unmatched throughout the construction industry Learn more about TNW's people, passion, and projects at twdesignbuild.com.
1: Experience unparalleled comfort, service, and cuisine at the Whitaker Inn. This Midwestern oasis is perfect for a relaxing staycation or weekend getaway. Escape from the ordinary at the Whitaker Inn.
0: All right, Tom. Let's uh, let's do a little checkup here on the portal. You can read about uh, this a little bit more extensively at goldenblack.com right now as well. Uh, all right. This one this one seems relatively easy. Uh, Hudson Card being a, a, a big pickup in the portal, an early one for Ryan Walters. I mean, it's hard to get around a guy who uh, is likely to be your starting quarterback. But not only that, uh, somebody who has gotten glowing reviews from pretty much anybody who watched him during uh, the spring as well. Uh, Purdue will will win and lose, as it often does, with the quarterback. And in this case, it will be Hudson
1: Card. Yeah, he certainly seemed like he's checked all the boxes this spring from the moment he unpacked his bags from Austin, Texas, Kyle. On the field, like you said, the reviews have been raved from practice one to practice 15 for Hudson Card. He can throw the ball, and he, he's awfully quick and improvised, can make something out of nothing if everything's breaking down around him. Plus, he seems like he's been embraced by his teammates and, and is likable, which obviously, as a quarterback, you want that type of a personality who can rally the troops and, and a guy who's who's got the respect and is well liked. So, yeah, I think you know it's no overstatement to say that you know Purdue's going to go as far as Hudson Carr can take it this year, and you know without a doubt, I think he is the clear cut, um, uh, potentially most impactful transfer they had. Remember this too, Kyle. That was the first first thing Ryan Walters did when he got this job was get on a plane you know pick up Graham Harrell and go recruit you know Hudson Card and that that, that that's how much they wanted this guy and that's how much they know they needed this guy and then they got their guy
0: yeah yeah it was imperative I mean you had to go get somebody and not only did you go get somebody you got somebody with experience uh who was still fairly young who had a lot of upside it seemed and, and somebody who could run an offense and they found that in Hudson Card, what do you think the biggest defensive pickup has been out of the portal?
1: You know, I like the big defensive end they got from Auburn, uh, Jeffrey Emba. Uh, very unique story, Kyle. He he grew up in France, didn't obviously play much real organized football over there. Came to America and played at a junior college in Kansas for two years. Was rated the number one junior college player in the nation and signed with Auburn last year. Played with the Tigers. Didn't have a big impact last year for Auburn. They didn't want to lose him though, Kyle. I think they felt he was sort of on the precipice and maybe taking that next step in his development. And and Purdue could be now the benefactor of that. So a guy who's six foot six, about 320 pounds, he looks like an NFL defensive lineman. And I think he's just scratching the surface. And he's he's I think he's going to be the cornerstone, Kyle, of this totally remade defensive line. You know, they brought in two other defensive linemen from the portal. Isaiah Nichols from Arkansas, I think, has a chance to impact him. And, and and the kid from 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 Vanderbilt, Malik Langham as well. And Kyle, I wouldn't be shocked if they add a fourth portal defensive lineman here shortly. I think there's a chance uh they're gonna get a commitment from from another big guy who can work at the defensive end spot. But again, Jeffrey Emba, the Auburn transfer, that's the guy I think could really be an influential transfer on that side of the ball. Yeah.
0: When you talk portal losses uh, first on offense, it's got to be somebody on that offensive line, right? I mean, you've lost a, a trio of guys, which in in collective is big, uh, certainly. I mean, it's hard to lose three guys from one position.
1: I think all three guys probably would, would have started, Kyle. And the best of them all, Spencer Holstead. He left way back in December um, for UCLA. Uh, I think he has a chance to maybe be a pro. And, you know, so Sione Final left during spring football for, for Arizona State and then you saw big Eric Miller the sixth year senior leave soon after spring football ended and ended up going to Louisville so again um, two guards and a tackle all three guys probably would have started this year and to have that attrition at, at such a key spot was not ideal for Purdue now they responded by bringing in I think yeah they got three portal offensive linemen already and like I said earlier I think They certainly are trying to bring in a fourth if they can uh, just to get some more veteran depth on that unit.
0: Defensive line or defense, biggest, biggest loss.
1: You know, Branson Dean. You know, we saw right after the right after the season was ending, Kyle, those three defensive linemen all hit the portal. You know, Jack Sullivan, Lawrence Johnson, and Branson Dean. And I think Branson Dean's the best of all three of those guys. Uh, Jack Sullivan was very underrated, I thought, too. But Branson Dean was the most active guy. He was a little undersized, but again, active and and a guy who could make some plays and get some penetration in the backfield. He went to Miami, of course. You know, Lawrence Johnson went to Auburn. And, and Jack Sullivan went to USC. So I think, as you can see there, Kyle, the destinations, those three schools are, are kind of blue blood type schools. It shows you the value that the, everybody places on getting veteran lineman on e- on either side of the ball
0: yeah no doubt all right so now the quarterback has done the backup quarterback in particular what what's the biggest overall any position need
1: i still think um, i talked about offensive line and cornerback and i'm, I'm going to say cornerback they yeah. brought in a, a couple a couple corners already like the, the kid from stanford salim turner muhammad uh, marquise wilson from penn state is another cornerback that they that, that they brought in. And, and I tell you what, Kyle Braxton Myers from Ole Miss, and I talked about Jeffrey Emba being the most impactful defensive portal transfer. Well, Braxton Myers of Ole Miss, I think he, he was a four-star prospect coming out of the Dallas area. He's got four years of eligibility. I think he has a chance maybe to be really sneaky good. Uh so keep him on your radar. So that's three cornerbacks they brought in. They brought in a safety. <clears throat> Anthony Brown from Arkansas, who was here in the spring. But again, I think they're going to want to get another cornerback and just – we're going to have a totally remade secondary at that position when the season kicks off September 2nd against Fresno State.
0: Yeah. Always good info, Tom. Thank you. Take care, buddy. That'll do it for our podcast for this week. Thanks to our sponsors. As always, if you do like the podcast, please rate us five stars. On your favorite podcast app, leave us a comment as well. All right, that'll do it for our show. For Tom
1: Deanhart, I'm Kyle Charters. Thanks for listening. This is Gold and Black Radio.